Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Amen. Amen. Nancy? (laughs) Nancy? I guess we just lucky she's not snoring. Okay, you don't want to say a short prayer? 
No, thank you, then. Okay, you don't feel too well tonight? No. That's unusual. It's just unusual for you. Okay, I know you're such a prayer warrior. All right, well, we thank you, God, for all the prayers tonight, dear God. And we thank you for the miracles you have for us here, Heavenly Father. Um, You know, uh, um, Dr. Millicent did send me I, you know, I know people, if, if you have to go to bed, go to bed, if you want, should I play? She sent me a, a interview, she, she, somebody, a T.I. took of her, and I thought I would play it after the prayer meeting. Um, would you guys like to hear it? I would. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, because I was going, I was going to listen to it anyway, so let me see. She had just sent it. Yeah, and I asked her also, like I said, I asked her, I would like to do an interview with her. I have a pastor that sometime I go to this African uh, guy's church, and um, and I was telling her why, you know, Africans are fully, you know, they, they know that this, this demon witchcraft stuff that these, you know, United States shadow mm -hmm. government is doing is real. And the unfortunate mm -hmm. Black American, a lot of them, I don't want to stereotype, but black American churches, you know, they're looking for that new car and that beautiful house. I mean, that's there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. But they're acting like this stuff doesn't, you know, like you know, if you got the Lord on your side, you don't you, you yes, you have the Lord right. on your side, you better be covered by the blood and you better be vigilant. That's right. So at least the African ministers, you know, they, are vigilant. They don't like these church don't believe. Huh? A lot of people, in, 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 a lot of Christians don't believe this because God would let this happen to another Christian. The Christians, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because when I told this, uh, this uh, African, you know, this, you know, he he didn't doubt me. He he said it's witchcraft. Mm -hmm. He told he said that's the devil, and I was like, mm -hmm. whoa! He knew right away. Whereas these right. other, you know, these other, they want to hear about, you know, we we need a building fund. You talking about some targeting? Right. <laughs> so. So anyway, so I, that's the church I kind of sometimes visit, and um, mm -hmm. I asked Dr. Millicent, I would love her to do a presentation, not only for him to to let him know more about this targeting program, uh, which is straight up demonic. If you study this program, you know this ain't nothing but demonism. Mm -hmm. But um, and mm -hmm. and also I wanted her to give us information because she was telling me about. You know, after if you you get like someone like Amy Holden, she can scan you, and when she does the scan, every chip has like a serial number, and uh, mm -hmm. she was saying how you can take that serial number and go into the uh, not the Fatal Train Committee, some other database. She was, but I, that's why I want to interview her. You can go in the database and find out who's doing this, where that chip come from, that implant. And that's stuff mm -hmm. we need to do because I'm going to sue. If I, that's why they they mess with my money so bad, because you let me find an implant in me with a serial number mm -hmm. that I can align that with a, a a company, a person, whoever. I am going to sue just to sue to make a record of it that you don't do this to humans. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. So I wanted her to do an interview. Uh, you know, so she could tell us how exactly to do it. But she told me nothing. It, it nothing happens. First step is you got to go through. You got to get that scan, and the only one she knows is Amy. Mm -hmm. Now you got to get the scan so you can get the serial number on the implant. 
Where's, where's Amy? Where's her office at? Who? Amy Holden? Amy. Amy's yeah. on the internet. Amy's oh, on the internet. Amy. Okay, Amy yeah, Holden. Okay. I'm sure you heard of Amy. No? No, I heard the name, but I don't know what. I, I just heard, I can remember her name, but I don't. Uh, I never heard nothing about her. I heard the name before, but I don't know what it, she did. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, quite a few people been to her. I know they said there's a skin, there's a machine, some kind of thing you can get to, to scan your own self on the internet. They said, they saw, they said that's on the internet. I've well, heard on different calls. They say, there's some type of, um, some type of machine or something you can purchase. And you can scan to see, and every, every time you scan it through your body, if it, it beeps, if, there's, if there is an implant, it beeps. And you can tell how many implants you have. It's on, it's on some of these calls. I've heard it just recently in the, in the past couple months. Can, can you see that? I think the fact that the, the, the thing that's important is can you see the, um, I don't know if this one's the right English. No, I don't think so. I just know that I never got it. I heard something about it. You can tell me. I've never seen it, but this it's it's on the um it's on the internet. Several phone calls several calls they talk about it. You can actually they talk about it on Devin's call, they talked about it on him, a couple other people's call. All you have to do is buy it. It's off the internet, some some type of machine or contraption off the internet, and you scan your body with it. God, you knows about it. They all know about it, and you yeah, and yeah, tell do, do, you, do you just want to know? I I don't want to just know that I got implants. I I want some I information. Yeah, I already know. I already know I got implants. I already know that. I know these implants in me. I already know that. That's why I didn't think I'm trying to get it. That's why I never trying to get. Because I know I already know that. I already know that. Mm. They couldn't do the things they're doing to me if they didn't have. If I didn't have implants in me. Yeah. But you're right. I would like to get that. Find out how to get in touch with that woman in regards to Amy in regards to get the serial number so we can. I can find out exactly what to do. Who's, who's doing this? Who started? Who's doing it on me? Database. And. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I'm trying to send this video. So you can go to that database and find out, and you know who who's doing this. I, you know, I just can't yeah. believe that they're just that bold. Uh, to do it here. That to have that name. You know, is this is again the false phenomenon of above the law, false phenomenon of supremacy. You gonna put your, you gonna put a serial number on the chips you put in people. Mm -hmm. that, that, that 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 to me that that's why they, uh, they have to be put in court because you have to be sick to do that they are sick to do what they're doing my goodness if they're sick you absolutely sick. you can yeah. do that to another human being another human being is that terrible yes yes Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I tried to send the um, can it be? Uh, let's see. 
I didn't know there was a serial number, but I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that. I never heard of that before. Oh, yeah, there's a serial number on that baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, that, that, that tells you how, how uh, a lack of respect yeah. they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and they also, that, that's called that, you know, this is where there's no, um, no penalties. If there were penalties, you could believe there would not be no serial number on that. No, they'd be, they'd be, they know they would be, you could be, trace it to them. That's right. And get caught. That's right. Yeah. Right. There would not be no serial number if there were uh, consequences. Right. I'm looking for this. I I sent this video that I want to play. Why isn't it October 12th? That's the last one. Why is my mail? Let me see. Sent. Melvin, is Melvin on here? No, I didn't call him. I probably can call him when I'm playing the tape. tape. Hi, Nancy. I'm listening. One second. Guess what? I just know. I just now woke up again. When you when I called you, I just woke up, went to the bathroom, came back, and and saw it was it's at one o'clock. I, said, oh, I missed. I missed Marion. I, I, I hear it. I hear it. I hear it in your voice. <laughs> yeah, I hear uh, it. But you know, I had called you, so you didn't even hear the phone. No, because guess what? They said I was different once. They told me don't when, when, you, when you're not using the phone, turn it off and put it in the take it in a different room. I took it in the kitchen. That's the phone. They said they said that the phone is dangerous to you too. That's the first time I did it. I turned the phone up and put it in the kitchen and came back in the bedroom. And so my phone didn't ring. It was, and I put it in the kitchen in there. And it turned off. That was just happening this evening. And then I went in there and said, let me see what time it is. And, it's, and then it was 1 o'clock. So I wonder if they're still on there. Yeah, I knew. I knew something was up. Because I did call you mm-hmm. home. Maybe the was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was turned off and in the kitchen. Let's see if I could do this. Oh, yo, Lord, have mercy. Let's see if it goes through. Sent. You know what, Minister Miriam? I think that I really do believe it. I'm heart that God is, is getting ready to not get even the process of abolishing this program. I believe that this thing is getting ready to be totally abolished and knowledge. I really believe that. Amen. Amen. I agree. I can touch and agree um, with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me see. Yeah. Do we have anything for Sandra? I can't hear it now. I don't hear anything. I know. Yeah, I gotta I gotta call into the room so you can hear it. Well, wait a minute, how do I do that? Then I'm gonna have to close this. Okay, let me see. Let me call in the talk show. Because I my I don't know what they did to my computer. It can't 
let me let me just get this set going. Um well let me close this. The other one, I'll do it with this one. Let's see if it works. The keypad. Call into this talk show, and then I'll play the video from the computer. And all right, let's see now. Phone uh, plus that we want. Uh, what am I doing now? Keypad. There we go. Okay. I don't know why it gave me. Oh, because I didn't call the one six zero five five six two. Watch them charge me. But that's all right. Do it this one time. I got a first song. Number you're dialing is outside of your plan, and will incur a one cent per minute charge if you continue. You can hang up now to avoid the charge. Oh, Welcome to Talk Show. Please enter the show ID followed by the pound key. You can act. Enter your PIN followed by the pound key. You are joining the online student. You are unmuted and can speak with the host. Okay. Recording started. Recording okay. started. Okay. Okay. Now. Okay, so I had to call in. How do I do this? Uh, I gotta close this window. Okay, can you can everybody hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can, can hear, hear me? me. Okay. Okay. I can hear and you. how about you? Okay, good. All right, here we go. Uh, Amanda of the old Techno Crime Crisis Forum, she's reported about her case for a year and a half. So you can all go back online and find lots and lots of information about her case. And um, mm -hmm. I, I really encourage everybody to do that. There's lots of information out there online. And her targeting case is one of the best documented cases. She has medical evidence of both the, um, the implants. She has measurements of the implants. She also has medical evidence of the damage done to her body with these direct energy weapons as part of the targeting program. And it is extremely important that people uh, read up about it because for victims, they know what sort of information they can, uh, evidence they can get. And for those people who still learn about targeting, they can find out what this, basically this genocide program actually involves. So without further ado, I would like to pass the microphone over to my uh, to Millicent so that she, she tells us what she has been uh, after. Oh, one more thing. You can also find an interview with her from about a year ago on my channel. Look it up under videos, and then you can follow her case um, better. But now over to Millicent. Thank you so much for coming on, Millicent. How are you? Hello, everyone, and happy holidays to each of you. Catherine, thanks so much for taking your time to be uh, with me today. Let me be with you, actually, and to Mr. Benny High again. Okay. I just wanted to, to report some of the uh, reports of damage that I've gotten, additional damage or increasing damage that I've gotten to my body as a result of the presence of the uh, nanotechnology and, and microchips in my body, in my joints in particular. I've been trying to obtain uh, medical attention 
for the pain and the swelling that persists in my right leg. Uh, since the surgery, the second knee replacement or revision that I had in 2018, and uh, so I went to a doctor that was kind of specialized in incidental. So, Brenda, you see she'll be good for you to talk to. She had that knee replacement. Yeah. Yeah, in 2018. I, I didn't know it was so recent. So research, oh, yeah. and he did x-rays of my uh, upper and lower body, and the report wasn't good. He said, well, if you could have gotten to me way soon, I might be able to do you some good. However, he pulled my x-rays up on the screen and showed me my shoulder is literally separating here. So that this this top bone is no longer attached actually to the um, to the round bone to the ball joint and the ball joint is flat by coming up literally it's no longer this way it's got some flattened area there um i was it was suggested to me i guess early in, in this year that i would need a shoulder replacement and so it's becoming increasingly clear to me that one of the things that I've been being used for has been joint replacement surgery. And you all know that in whenever they're using artificial joints, they are also uh, outfitting them with like a chip. Something that's quite frustrating about those chips, whether they're in the joint or in the muscle, is that they can be used to manipulate the body. And so I can be struck in the back of my knee and be made to almost fall or struck in the middle of my thigh and, and experience excruciating pain. Mm -hmm. Right now, I can't raise my arm. This is all I can do. And notice that my joint isn't working at all. When I try to raise my arm, the whole thing goes up. Um, that's how bad the damage that the shoulder bone and the, and the ball joint is right now. I can assure you that all of this is being done to me deliberately. Um, perhaps with the expectation that I will have surgery that will allow them to put artificial joints in me that is possibly under experimentation. Mm. If they are not under experimentation, then it would just further the research on me as a quote-unquote bionic woman. Um, mm. Both hips, hip joints are now compromised as a result of, of chips that I know are, are in them. Um, I am experiencing excruciating pain that oscillates around my groin area, just as Melinda Cutis biofeedback, um, no, body scan indicates. I found out that the oscillating chips, Mr. Benny, you may can help me, is one that goes around in a circle. Is that it? That they go from side to side? You're, you're on mute. It may just migrate back and forth a little bit and not go all the way around or something. It's that kind of oscillation might not be a full. Okay. Okay. That's all. Okay. Well, in 2011, I believe, uh, I spoke with a scientist at the FCC, and he was telling me, I told him what was happening to me and that it was, a, you know, a personal relationship who I believe was doing this to me, who was retired from the, from the Air Force. And he said to me, well, I know they use high-powered microwaves. And he told me to look around my area and see where they might could be directing that at me from. And then he said, and, and, and they use oscillating, too. So he wasn't specific about it.
about that. But once I read the uh, Kitter report, and there are at least three places in that report where there are oscillating tips that have been uh, put in my body, meaning that I guess the, the intention is to do damage from side to side or something of that nature. And also, um, my news. There's been some, uh, what, explicit attention to my left knee that is still the original knee replacement that I had in 2002, and it has not been giving me any trouble. I've been, actually, it's held up really well, especially since I had the, the uh, second revision on my right leg, but now it's beginning to give me difficulty. Only when I am uh, tortured, and that is generally while I'm in bed. So during the night, I am, my, my joints are being tortured. When I stand to walk to the bathroom or to get up in the morning, I can hardly walk, have to hold on to something to be able to walk. Because while I lay in bed, my joints and my, my thigh and my right leg in particular are being assaulted. Mm -hmm. They can also be assaulted while I'm attempting to walk mm -hmm. across the floor or, or across the parking lot. Uh, he can make it feel like I'm carrying 50-pound weights on my knees in particular. And I know that these are kinds of human effects uh, testing that has been done by the Joint Non-Lethal Weapons Directors because I found documents that relate to it. Also, uh, human effects research that is being done in places like Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. I've also found their documents uh, with their RFPs or uh, requests for proposals attached to them. So this is not experimentation, I don't believe, because it's already been done, and that's been done decades ago, not just a few years ago. And there's already documented evidence of the kind of damage that can be done as a result of this type of, of uh, so now treatment or mistreatment. So, they know. so you see, my frustration is that my joints are under attack. My joints are under attack deliberately and have been for many years. And the, uh, the result of the pain that can be caused simply by a pain rash is to be with the intention of getting me into surgery to relieve the pain. And that actually began for me in 2000 with my little toes and me getting the, the middle, middle joint removed from each toe. Uh, the doctor explained to me that the removal of those joints would leave that area spongy, and she said, you'll never have a corn again. However, it, by 2008, I was getting coins again, and I'm going, what's happening? And the pain was really bad, but it was like somebody was just directing a pain to that area. So 2013 was when I actually was able to uh, go to a podiatrist who did an X-ray, ordered X-rays, and the X-ray came back that the fifth toes were grossly deformed mm. and showed the objects in each toe. So it seemed that the purpose for me having to have that first or that initial toe surgery was indeed to implant some test uh, devices in my body. I did receive a um, report in 2013 from a California toxicologist that indicated that that device in my 
little toe, my fifth toe was prob probably a weather radar related chip. And so wouldn't that be perfect for tracking? Everywhere I went. By 2003, I was being called bionic. I had a rotator repair, bilateral knee replacement surgery, bilateral toe. Now, y'all notice I'm going from head to toe, right? Go right on down. And oh, both arms in between. What made her do it? So essentially, you know, so you can see that. You can see the joint. Let me tell you that before me, none of my family members have had knee replacements or joint replacements. None of them have been deformed from arthritis. None of them have been diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, and neither have I. But a, a body scan done by a private investigator in 2014 found 53 places where chips had been mm. lodged, mm. and every single joint in my body has chips in it. Oh, oh. Now, Catherine, I said to you, a copy of a letter that I had written to President Trump. I can bring that in up. Which I embedded pictures so that he could see if he read the letter, what I'm talking about when I talk about the misuse of my human body. As I'm bringing it up. Research with torture? Because that's about all you could, uh, you could think that they wanted to do. Was it accepted? All the research has been done that needs to be done. They know how much it takes to break a person. They know how much it takes to destroy the will. You know what I'm saying? To make someone want to fall up in a catatonic state. They know that already. So then this is strictly for sports. In 2003, when the high-tech torture started, uh, I was told by the perpetrators that the boys have new toys. I later found out that new toys were women who were under his notice. Another time I was told. Do you want me to share the uh, message? Do you want me to share the message to the president right now, or do you want um, want it in the background while you're uh, telling the story? Well, yes. Why don't you scroll up to the pictures, and then I can just kind of talk about what they are. Okay, I, I'm going to share the um, as it is here. Um, the letter to, you wrote to the president, right, as you sent it to me. This one, right? Perfect. That mm -hmm. is it. October 7, 2020. You notice that it's sent by certified mail. Yes. This here, the, um, the actual certification. And then, uh, shall I scroll down to the images? You guide me. How would you like to have this? Uh, yes. Just, just scroll through to the images. Uh, yeah. Scroll mm -hmm. through to the images. Yeah. You can also, yes. So this is my body scan that shows chips in my muscles, my joints, and also my organs. When I say my organs, the red mark is the sternum, and, and a chip has been located in my heart. So that I was told by a retired police captain in the case that uh, my heart could be stopped from beating, and obviously it looked like I died of natural death. Uh, on the right side, on the back, that uh, chip or that blue spot there on the right uh, side, midway my back is to my right kidney. That has been confirmed by an x-ray.
Notice that it's coming straight down the center of my body, the, the, the blue marks on the left side coming straight down the center, and so that's my spine. They can attack me either from the front or the back. Uh, also, the, uh, the left groin, you'll see four places going from the center of my pubic bone over to the left side, and multiple ones around both knees. Then all five of my toes on the lower right foot. It picked up one on the left little toe. Again, those little toes where there was surgeries and there is now x-rays that show that there are objects inside them. Our picture is kind of obscuring, but you'll see that there's, there are, are blue circles on each shoulder. So that includes that shoulder where now the x-ray will show you that the bone is, is separating and, and the ball joint is flat. And that is my right shoulder. If you come down on that right side, Catherine, you'll see uh, chips there in that, in that right hip as well as in the right buttock. And I was told that that buttock area is uh, the sciatic nerve down the back of the thighs where the hamstrings are. So you see there's, there is clear intent to, I was told he wanted to make me lose my leg, have them cut off, and that he also wanted to have my arm cut off. What kind of what kind of, of human effect is this? You know, what Department of Defense could be sponsoring such a project if it's not just a personal vendetta? You'll also see those in my head, uh, one in my forehead, which is a, a, a normal one for I was told that's the area of the head of the brain where hypnosis takes place. And then up in the top of the head is one that Richard Lighthouse says it's, it's the area of the brain that the uh, NSA follows people. You want to scroll down to the uh, to the next one, but notice that these pictures are embedded within this letter to President Trump, so that he can see what I'm talking about when I tell him the kind of of torture I am being forced through and what is happening to me in such a painful way. That big hump on that elbow, uh, I was in Dayton, Ohio. I was awakened one morning, and I, as I was being awakened, I felt something being forced into the joint of that elbow. It was excruciatingly painful. Oh, some of the most horrible pain I've ever felt before. Another time that I felt that pain, I was awakened in, in, in Columbia, Tennessee, in bed in the middle of the night, felt something being forced into the center of my right shoulder. Mm -hmm. So you can see that, that that hump is what came up as a result of that object being uh, lodged in my, my left elbow. And notice that burn spot here. Kevin, can you put your uh, marker on that, that area right in here, right in there? Can you notice how, yeah, you see how that, that's the right, yeah, right. Nevertheless, I'm not sure what that place is 
on my arm there, but it was it's some of their markings, I can assure you. And all of those brown, brown spots are radiation burns just from being assaulted. You can scroll on down. This is of significant importance because this is the result of a nuclear bone scan that was that I had in uh, 2019, um, just two years after I had had the bone revision, and I was I've had swelling in this leg ever since. It is like one and a third times this size, one and a third times larger than the left leg. Notice the uh, on the on the left side that entire area is darkened so be your right then the long long part of the femur bone yeah that entire area so the soft tissue is also as inflamed as is the, the joint and that's from being tortured that's from i mean from being heated there is a titanium rod in my thigh and that just makes me a, a sitting duck and it's not just in the thigh, y'all. It's up inside the bone. It's inside my femur bone. Now, if you go over to the opposite side, you see the knee in particular around, right, around the joint areas. There's no joint there. It's just metal. So then all of that inflammation is coming from the assaults that I'm having while I am trying to walk or laying in bed or sitting. I'm still getting up and being stiff. And the only time it goes away is when I'm having physical therapy. And since I've had the surgery on the right leg, I've had to have physical therapy five times just to regain strength in the in the thigh muscle that is lost from being assaulted with directed energy weapons. So you see the extreme expense that's involved in just fighting to maintain mobility from the cruelty of having your body invaded with we could almost call those that nanotechnology directed energy weapons can't we you want to scroll on up to the next one this is the, some of the early pictures from like night uh 2003 four five this this one over on the far, uh, I guess that would be your far left, where that split is. Yes, that was found just within days of the uh, uh, indication that the high-tech torture had started. I don't know where it came from. I never had a bandage on it, never had to stitch it up. But notice all those burns around it, all those darkened spots around it. That's, uh, that's just under my belly, on the lower side of my belly. My youngest daughter told me, Mom, I had that happen to me when I was in college. That was one clue that she was being uh, assaulted while in college. Third to, third to the right from there is, is a laser scratch. And then go down to the uh, the picture down below it in the center. That's, that was the crown of my head with, with the hair gone from being Tracked, I assume. Then over in the, on the far left side, these 
of scratches coming straight down the back of my of my back. Yeah, I couldn't do that myself because I can't scratch myself down. But they were just all across the back, uh, just found there like that. And I believe that the perpetrators were just trying to show me all the things that they could do. Open the far right picture where you I've got that circle. Yes. That's actually to indicate the scar that was left on my left breast when they put the chip in my heart. That has been confirmed by a a, a nuclear cat a nuclear cast scan. That there is something in there in my heart. The left basal wall is what was described. The scar itself was identified and certified by a medical doctor who is also an electrical engineer. What he said is you can see where they started the, the uh, incision. He says they started in a, in a curve or in a, a bend where there's already, you know, you can't really see any, any difference. He said, but when they went over onto your left breast, that's when they went off and the, the scar is clearly seen. So he actually drew that also, and you'll see that in a picture down below. That was 2008 that they went into my breast and left something there. So this is what my my, uh, my right bone looked like before I had the revision done. Notice the, uh, the way that, that the bone was shaved away from the prosthesis there. That's what made me have to have some amputation done. Then the right side is what the prosthesis looks like now. It's literally inside the bone and going halfway up my thigh. The problem that I'm having now is that um, it's moving up. The prosthesis is moving up into the into the thigh bone, which is making the leg appear shorter, and I'm walking with a limp. Wow. So now the limp is hurting my left hip and my left left leg. Yeah. Um, but it also seems that electronically my hip can be adjusted so that I'm also, it gives me a deeper limp and it causes more pain. Mm. You can move up to the, and this is, the right one is what's needing to be done again. So they're wanting now to take, yeah, take that out and put another one in. And, and, you know, I asked the, the surgeon, I said, but can you guarantee me that it's not going to do it again? He said, no. As well. That makes it a little difficult. But notice that it's not just going up into my femur, but also going down into my tibia. Uh, so I've got a lot of metal in my body, and it's a result of directed energy assault to my joints. You can move on down now. So this is that shoulder. So the, the bottom, okay, the top one shows how the the bone, the top bone is going across there, and you can see that the flattening at the top of the round of the uh, ball joint. Captain, can you see that right inside the red scar? Yeah, that area. You can see that the top bone better when you come down and look at the second uh, red circle. Right. Notice the top of it and how it just seems, looks like they just cut a chunk out of it. It doesn't quite look like that now, but 
what you can't see clearly is that it does not even match or meet the uh, ball joint. You can scroll on down. Oh, that's what my spine looks like after having been seared hour after hour after hour. Anytime I'm in the car traveling, it'll begin to heat my back right there in the center. And so it's all shriveled up and, and obviously damaged. That's just a closer look at, on the left side, a closer look at that ball joint. See how it's all chopped off? Mr. Benny, can that be normal? Miriam, can you see, is it, can you actually see it, is it a tape of it? <laughs> a, a, a video. Miriam. Yeah, not to my knowledge, I've not seen anything like that, so I'm not a doctor either, so. Right. <clears throat> well, they admit that that's not usual, so, but they can't take the bone off, but they, a shoulder replacement would include taking that, I guess taking the joint, I'm not sure. My poor mother at 85 years old has had to have both of her shoulders done. I do believe my mother is the target. They would, my brother would not let me take her to be scanned when I was, um, when Melinda was, was operating the first time. I wanted that so much. I believe the same person that is targeting me is also targeting her. In fact, she may have had some personal contact from him and heard from his mouth some of the things that he had planned which was not to do me this way, but actually to give me my life back after a certain period of time. And she now has severe, uh, what appears to be dementia, but her whole crown of her head, Mississippi, looks just like yours. And eight. only she's got burns all on her, on her scalp, all on her scalp, got burns. I've taken pictures of her head. And a uh, pharmacist told me she's got brain damage in her hypocompetence. But they're, they're, they're passing it off as dimension. One thing I would like to comment on here is when we show the, the shoulder structure. I mean, the question is here, they didn't operate on you. They didn't go in. This was just pure directive energy weapons from outside smashing up okay. the zone. And this is one thing that people need to realize. When you keep being battered with directive energy weapons, it basically pulverizes the bone, okay? It just like smashes it up into small, small pieces. And then I don't know what the hell happens to it because if it would be small shards, the body should calcify it, but this is literally just pulverized and gone, right? Now, when you had up here, when they first, um, let me go back to that image, when they first uh, put this in, they amputated bits of your bone and they told you that it had turned mushy. Isn't that right? Can you remind us what happened there? That's right. The surgeon told me that it was mushy when he, uh, he said when he first made the incision that there was clear liquid flowing out of my leg. So that indicates that they've got this chip in me that is allowing them to pump fluid onto me, which is used to make you gain weight, but it's also used to make you swell up. And if in the lungs, it could be used to give you pneumonia or COVID. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The next thing was that, yes, he said the bone was mushy, and so 
uh, he sent tissue samples and bone samples to the laboratory. And the pathology report I do have come, came back saying that there was foreign material in my bone and in my tissue. Did they identify what foreign material it was? No, they didn't. I kept trying to get them to be specific about that and, and got the runaround. One told me, the, the pathologist told me to ask the doctor, the doctor told me to ask the pathologist. So neither of them would ever say. Yeah, I have to say this is typical for all the targeting cases. The doctors are instrumental in this, and they, they lie, they falsify data, and they block victims. But I also want victims to know that these are crimes against humanity, so the, the doctors are on the hook as well. They have to actually do the to help the victims, but they do not. So now, if you look at the, the back side of the bone on the right side, you'll notice that same kind of shaving. Look, right there, but then also on the back side. Notice how it, it, it's losing its roundedness. Yeah, and if you go, yeah. And, and go up a little bit. Notice that it's, 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 it's kind of thin. Yeah, there. See that? It's, it's being shaved. And there's no telling what it looks like now. This has to be some of the cruelty that uh, Dennis Kucinich, the U.S. representative from Ohio, Dennis Kucinich, was trying to warn uh, Congress about and when he tried to get Congress to pass uh, the bill, H.R. 2977, I believe it was, in 2001. It was called the Space Preservation Act. He was them of different things that could be done to even the human bodies from space, including murder. I know he, he said that life could be, uh, health and life could be changed. If you'll scroll up a little bit, Catherine, you may see that part of it. Yeah, there it is. Chemtrail, um, high altitude, low frequency weapon system. Plasma, electromagnetic, sonic, ultrasonic weapons, laser weapons systems, strategic theater, uh, tactical and extraterrestrial weapons, and chemical, biological, environmental, climate, and tectonic weapons. Go on down to the next page and let's see if I, I guess I, I did not put that there, but he was very specific. It's important that you see this picture on the left. That big black area is my pubic area. It gets locked on to when I'm driving or when I'm sitting in a particular position. And y'all, it, it, it's just some of the most painful. So you see, I just have pain after pain after pain. Uh, but it's intentional. And there is a chip in there that, that was shown in the kid's hand. Black in that area, which means that there was a determination to target me in that area. I just would like to put in a supporting evidence that I have a dermatologist scan and it says a big visible scar in my pubic area as well. Um, so, and, and actually the implanting of genitals in the genital area is the top number one aspect of the targeting program, which also includes prolific remote controlled rape. So this is, this is not to fight terrorists. This is a rape and mutilation torture program. 
and uh, pretty much everybody is implanted the same way. So I completely understand. I, com I have exactly the same thing. Those pictures on the right are just more uh, pictures of my upper tissue and my thigh. That is a nuclear bone scan, as is the one on the left. But it, it shows inflammation. So all of the dark areas is indicating where there's inflammation in my in my body. Why would there be inflammation in, in the tissue in my in the muscles of my leg? That inflammation could also be caused called that fluid that they're able to pump into us to make us swell up. Oh, this is, I, I think I may have shared this one before, but these are the terms that are used to identify chips, y'all. Um, my, my, even a medical doctor, my medical doctor says, when the body detects a foreign object, the first thing it does is form tissue around it to try and, and contain it. She said, and the longer it stays there, it calcifies. So she said, the calcified, like the bladder and the calcified stones in the bladder, then the lung base, it has granulomotor disease and scattered scarring. Why is there scarring in my lung? So that's the bladder. Then the next line down, right, that's the lung base. Uh, the gallbladder is next. It has an oval calcified stone. Then you go down to the spleen. Why? Scattered calcified granulumba. Why is there calcified anything in my spleen? Then you go on down. It says the, uh, what's the vasculature? Uh, that's it's a order. Mild scattered calcified plaque. In the intrahepatic, which is my liver, uh, I think it says it's unchanged. In my bowel, mm. small calcification in the posterior, wow. superior gastric wall. Notice the difference. It says wall, not in the colon, but in the wall. And then under that, where our pictures are, I can't read it, uh, Catherine, but it says acute inflammation with no evidence of acute inflammation. So if what my doctor was telling me is correct, then there are chips all in my organs. Dangerous changes throughout the thoracic and lumbar spine. Degenerative. There are degenerative changes throughout the thoracic and lumbar spine. That's quite a bit for someone who doesn't smoke, doesn't drink. Yeah. And and the other thing that has to be taken into account, and I, I really victims have to force their doctors to comment on this in writing, is that even let's say somebody has a freak, really rare disease that does something unusual, well this would affect one organ or one type of symptom, but then to have some other freak symptom whereby your bones vaporize, you know, and just disappear, that is unheard of. And to have all these freak symptoms that are 
maybe there's something out there that looks like it, usually not quite, right? But having all of those in one person is statistically impossible. So in other words, these are not normal diseases. This is induced and this is an artifact of the weapons and the evidence is literally plastered all across the victim cases. And I do not have one diagnosis that indicates there's anything seriously wrong with me. I have thyroid disease. Um, I, they are calling heart disease because of this abnormal stuff that's here. But that's the same with the thyroid because I can tell you that the doctor calls it, calls it artifacts, artifacts in my thyroid. Well, the voice box is behind the thyroid, and I do know that there are chips there. Yep, yep, and they're usually in, in uh, victim cases, and that's to read out subliminal speech. So when people think in sentences, they don't notice that their vocal cords shape the, the actual, you know, sounds without passing air. So you kind of, if you can read out the vibrations of your um, vocal cords, even when there's no air, you're not speaking, they can read out your sub subliminal speech, if you like. And that's how it's done. That's how they can read your thoughts. They actually read the vibrations of your vocal cords, and people don't realize they vocalize their thoughts. But that's also what allows the perpetrators, especially those for those of us who are remote neural monitors or brain-to-brain uh, link, to be able to talk in our, in our minds or through our vocal cords, to manipulate our vocal cords in ways that would make people think that we're thinking what we aren't thinking or saying what we aren't saying. Yeah, yeah. and it's also the, the effect of forced speech when people say stuff they don't even want to say and they can't help themselves because the currents that are being passed through these chips override right. the human nervous system. So just as much as people can control your arm, if your arm is implanted and you can't help yourself, you can't take back control over your arm because chip currents are just too high, you can override any other biological function like that synthetically. So yeah, that is exactly. Yeah. Now this this was the result of a CT scan that was done in 2018. And when the um, nurse practitioner that read the report told me that everything was fine. He didn't know I had a copy of it. I pulled out this copy of it. I said, what do you mean everything is fine? What's this and this and this and this and this? He said, I just don't understand why they give those things to y'all. Needless to say, I never went back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But also, everybody has a right to their medical data. In fact, only you have a right to it, really, you know? Right. If you scroll down to the next little section, I think looks like it's going to be some comments. Hold up there, uh, Catherine. Comments from Dr. James Giordano's uh, YouTube video that's entitled The Brain is the Battlefield of the Future. And the transcript was over on the side. And so to show the president that nothing is sacred, not even our medical records, that Dr. Giordano pointed out that our medical records can be changed. It says here, medical records that may change the disposition of whether you're sick or not, change how you're treated, influence the postures that go to terms 
to you in terms of insurance care, and I could do that in very subtle and insidious ways. Furthermore, I can do that on a variety of different levels that can affect key individuals so that, in fact, your medical record changes so thereby render you incapable or at least invalid to be able to serve in a way of serving, or I can do that on one electric large scale. What he's saying is they can change our medical records or they can withhold information from our testing and test results that can prevent us from getting necessary care. That would, you know, that would save our lives, or certainly uh, change the back treatment. And he's, he's saying it can be done on the large scale. A, a very good uh, example of that when I went to get the radiology report on the X-rays on my on my feet, the diagnosis was that, that the uh, Finding for my little toes was growth, and the word growth stuck out in my mind, growth deformity. When I went back several years later and asked for a copy of it, the woman who was pulling that report first pulled something off, then she hesitated to give it to me. She giggled because I think she heard the perpetrator say, hold on a minute. And then she reprinted it, and that word growth had been changed. But it was important to see that he was reporting that information in our medical can be changed or altered or um, or deleted in a way that it will change and alter the way we're treated or even the diagnosis, whether or not we get an accurate and, a, and a, a, a appropriate diagnosis. Yeah, it says there, Sorry, sorry, just briefly, inter in, I would like to interject that also people don't realize that, but most medical devices, like the MRIs, for example, are connected to the to the computers on in the hospital over the internet. So the NSA can intercept and basically read out your medical data before your doctors can, if they really want to, and if they can inter you know interpose anything in between, you know. So that is. Absolutely. He says that. He says, I can do it in such a way they're going to be regarded in a negative sense, or I can do it in such a way that I'm going to treat you incorrectly. If I say, for example, do you have a particular allergy or you have particular sensitivities or you have a particular disorder, you will be treated for that, and that, and that could then harm your health mm -hmm. and your stability in both a short wars approach as well as a long wars approach. That's it. That's significant. That's uh, the finger of a chiropractor who located that object in my jaw. There was one in each side of the jaw. And, and I actually have uh, what's called lesions on the inside of my jaw. But this thing, actually, you know what? I think Bill will probably have heard um, reports about that. These are implants that are put into the, the teeth, and that is, I think, one of the older implant types. A lot of soldiers, soldiers have these, you know. Below that is, is the scar that was drawn by the by the medical doctor who's also an, an electrical engineer, and so he's showing where that 
the scar comes down here. He actually gives measurements, and then it goes over onto my left breast. And then over on the right is, is the result of, of a nuclear bone scan that was done in 2014. Notice that wherever it's, it's bright white, those are places where there's lots of inflammation and also lots of, uh, and also evidence of chips, indications of chips. And notice the pubic bone. A pharmacist looked at that and said, you, should, you shouldn't have any inflammation there. Absolutely. But basically, this is the pattern you get when you're being targeted with direct energy weapons and your, your joints are being targeted. So they're trying to cripple your ankles, your knees. Here I can see the hips a bit, and then they're also doing sexual assault. That's the pattern. And it doesn't fit the disease. It only fits the targeting program. And you can also notice that my bones look fairly okay there. Current x-rays in my bones show that they are thinning. I just had a, uh, a bone density test on this past week to confirm or disaffirm whether or not I have osteoporosis. Uh, I don't think I do it. I did not the last time, but my bones are thinning, obviously, in the areas where the chips are and where I am chronically assaulted with directed any two weapons. My hips were in much better condition then, too. You can see that that, that hip girdle there is looking a lot better than it does today. I think that, that's all of it. I think that that is it. But, you know, um, I did send a copy of that to Mr. Barr since he reports yeah. to the president. Yeah, I think that the really bad thing is, and I, I think Bill can, uh, you know, also confirm that, is that Barr is now turning out to be somebody who doesn't do anything, which I think is, uh, you know, direct indication of being in the CIA. Yeah, you have to unmute. You have to unmute, unmute, unmute. You still muted. Certainly, he certainly is acting like he's a member of the swamp. Yeah. He's do nothing. Do nothing swamp. Miriam. Miriam. Yeah. I'm just so They disconnected. They disconnected me. Now I'm, I'm coming back. Oh, okay. You coming into the room on my phone? Because he's in the room. I don't know. I just talked about the numbers. They disconnected me. I don't know if a single police I called officer, back. Okay, I called the 605 number. In the world. But I know of mm -hmm. hundreds of cases having been submitted to the police for investigation. Hold on. And yet not a single investigation. Now, what were you saying? I said they, the what purpose, this, this could, they disconnected me. And then I just oh, got okay. to call back on. Oh, so the room is yes. still open. Wonderful. Okay. Oh, look, you came in through the room, huh? I guess I don't know. I, don't know. I just bounced the number back and put the thing in. I just, yeah, I guess it's still open. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad it's still open. Okay, yeah, I'm still listening, honey, because this is me. What, what, what Dr. Millicent talking about, I'm going through. Me too. And that, 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 that thing about flushing, about flushing water or something to your body, that's what they do to me every day. What What was that? They flush something they're flushing into my, into my, um, my legs, that I can feel it. 
I think my legs they flush up in me like four or five times a day. Sometimes more than that, and it swell it makes you swell up. But you can actually feel it. I can actually feel it. I can mm-hmm. actually feel it swelling up, and I can actually hear the water from the water from upstairs. Some kind of liquid and water. They must mix it with water to come into my body. That's why I know I'm, I'm already I'm chipped. I've been through that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going through. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I mean, well, this has been a waking up for me. I didn't really. I, I didn't know what it was they did. I knew something was, I thought it was, they were just hitting me with directed energy weapons, but now I am fully aware that I am implanted, okay? Mm-hmm. That they have something in me because the stuff they've been doing to me, they can make my yeah. legs feel like, you know. And, um, but I do, I thank God for this garbage can because I'm telling you the pain I, <laughs> that pain is horrible that they do. You know, they don't want me yeah. to drive or walk anything. No, they want you to be a sitting duck because it's yeah. easier to get rid of you when you're still. Right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. They want you to sit there so they can just really do you in. That's what they. That's what they. They played with my license, took cars away from me, all kind of stuff, trying to make create a sitting duck. That's terrible. They're not. <laughs> yeah. And just recently, just recently, just recently, this past this past few days, they 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 must have chip, um implanted another chip some kind of way because I noticed on my um right temple, there's a big I can feel a big lump in there, and then there's a scratch like. It's like um. What, what, when you say temple, where's where's temple? Your eye? Yeah. No, I'm by your, I'm by your, your, between your eye and your nose, little my right, on the right side, right. You know, the top, the top of your um, ear lobe, move over to the left towards your face. It's right there. Uh, I that that if it's you can, uh, try to put put um a band aid on it with um either apple cider vinegar or or something because okay. you they try they're going to try and scar you and if they could turn the scar into a wound then forget it because they're putting them on my leg i'm gonna i could mm-hmm. send you i just i sent um millicent i said millicent what is this she said oh that's definitely directed energy weapon right 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 and my apartment is a planet literally a planet apartment my bed and everything, the whole thing. I just got to move. I really got to get this move out of here. I mean, they they can still fall in if God lets them. But the, like they have total access to me in this apartment right here. Total access. Mm. Got to move. This is just, uh, I mean, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. This has happened. This has happened in the last few days. I kept feeling this month. I'm feeling the feeling it's actually. Well, yeah, I've learned if you if you let it go, honey, they will just do it, do it, and do it again. So you got to right. do something. Mm-hmm. Andre, let me see. I'm sending you a picture, girl. Look what they just did on my leg. Mm. That's ridiculous. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if your number is uh, 5563, it ends with? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The new one, right? Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, see if you got that. I tell look at that. Get it set. Uh, no, nah, okay, okay. I see, yes. Is that terrible? Yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. It, isn't that ridiculous? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm looking at it close up. Girl, it looked like a, a, a demon face. <laughs> open, open, open that thing up. Open that thing up as wide as it go. I said, Lord, that looks like, I mean... I see like two oh, eyes, a nose. Oh, God. This one, this one, I mean, oh, this one was big, and it looked like two horns on top. <laughs> I'm a stuff. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, oh that thing on TV don't look like a demon I face. I did. <laughs> I got a way up to you. For real. <laughs> That thing looks like some old demon thing. We laughing and they probably like getting nervous. So I'm like, oh my goodness, they figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, well, what the heck? <laughs> oh my god! Open it up and look numbered like a oh two horns, a ugly or a demon face. <laughs> Well, you know what? One thing about it, we can still laugh. <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> right. We can laugh oh as we God. know about being covered, covered by the blood. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell Nancy oh to open this too and see if she see that demon face. Mm. <laughs> oh, girl. God. It's like it's saying hello to me, girl. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I see the neck. Oh, oh my mm-hmm. God. <laughs> you laughing. You must not see it. I see it. Oh, my God. I I'm see something like, these, like two, 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 two eyes and two something on these stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, Nancy, open this and tell me you don't see a demon face. Open. <laughs> Enlarge, not open. Enlarge this. Oh, my God. Yes, I know you mean. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's terrible. Enlarge this. And tell me. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, my goodness. Tell me if you see a demon face. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, my god! I goodness. see a face with horns and a neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's my just god! God telling me <laughs> horns and a neck. That's just God telling me, honey, you got to pray over this. Huh? I got to yeah, pray yeah. for this. I'm putting scar remover and all of this, honey. I better pray before over above and beyond the scar remover, <laughs> cocoa butter. <laughs> oh my God! Above and beyond that cocoa butter scar remover, you best to pray. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
and also judges who found that they were implanted. And bit by bit, as I was mapping out how random people could be implanted, I at some point I figure out, figured out that the way the cartel operates is that they experimented on vulnerable people, but their real target was to implant professions of interest. Yeah, yeah. Are politicians, of course, judges, but yeah. they're also judges, especially mm -hmm. judges sitting in commercial litigation and high-flying lawyers. So by now, I think that every, all of the judges are implanted, they just don't know it yet. So when they are bouncing off these cases, they just think, oh, well, you know, we can just throw this guy under the bus and this woman under the bus. Uh, we don't care about their court case. What the judges didn't realize is that these cases were actually about them and about their families. And soon, soon they will find out that they too are implanted, they too are hooked up to this network. So based on my research, I'm very, very confident that, you know, certainly the judges in the higher courts would have all been implanted. I'm pretty certain of that. I actually, in America, read an article in 2005 that said by May of 2005, they expected every person in the United States to be chipped. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think so. I think that that was successful. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But so, I mean, the, the takeaway message today on Christmas is that you have to think about all these targeted individuals, but more importantly, uh, you know, after Christmas, after the Christmas holiday, people have to go out and support um, others like Millicent. And um, I really hope that all of us have a court case in the courts very, very soon. And then I really want everybody to go and go to the court case, support the victims in uh, by being in the public gallery, so that the judges can see that this does matter and we will not let these cases go. So unless they actually arrest the criminals who are, who are doing this, and by the way, the FBI has been notified about these crimes mm. for several decades, mm -hmm. over and over, multiple times by the same victim. The FBI knows. The FBI is actually running it. This is why they haven't acted. But the FBI knows every single perpetrator because they groomed them hired them, equipped them, and then deployed them. And the same is also true of branches of the military. Certainly the U.S. Air Force is involved majorly with the drone program. The other thing I would like to say is something that Bill pointed out to me. Do you remember the uh, when Eric Holder was asked about the drone program in the U.S.? Bill, can you tell us about that, what happened? Oh, unmute, unmute, unmute. Yeah, I keep forgetting. <laughs> It, it was uh, it, it was around the time that uh, shortly after they had uh, droned uh, Aliaki's son, his 16-year-old son, he was a U.S. citizen in um, in the Middle East, I think he was somewhere. And uh, he was uh, Eric Holder was being asked by somebody in Congress if he would if he would uh, if he was uh, in, in, intending to use drones inside the United States, and would he ever do that? And uh, he refused to answer that question. So, I mean, that tells you uh, <laughs> that just by not answering, it basically says, yes, they're prepared to use it inside the U.S. And it mm -hmm. certainly appears that they are, in fact, doing that. Yes, they are. Absolutely. I think this is why he couldn't answer it, because he would probably be held in, what, not contempt court, but basically mm -hmm. lying to Congress. For yeah. Yeah. Lying to Congress, yeah. So, yes, they are using these drones, and um, as I said before, I mean, when Bill and I were taking measurements, we did map out the figure of a, a drone, basically, above Bill's house, and um, 
Yes, we, we really have to stop it. But I think what, what I, I, I what everybody needs to realize is that they have to reach out to the military and those people in the military who are involved in draining the deep state and draining the swamp, because civilian courts cannot do it by themselves. You know, they have a lot of power, actually. I mean, a court can order the arrest of certain people. The a court can order the confiscation of company uh, computers and company information. But I don't think a court has the power to ground drones that are actively shooting and deployed over communities. There you really need the military to shoot the drones the hell down, unfortunately, or take over the control and ground the drones. But it has to be the military. And this is military equipment that is being deployed against people. These are not handheld little toys anymore. These are weaponized drones. Mm -hmm. Basically, what, what all the victims are saying is that they are stealth drones deployed over people's houses that gun people to death. Now, they can vaporize or pulverize your bones with time, but they can also instantly kill you. So it's like having a, a continuously shooting machine gun, silently shooting at somebody, but not quite you yet but it can hit you in the head at any time. So, you know, this is serious, and at some point the military needs to be, you know, uh, contacted and told that unless they ground these drones, they too have to be court-martialed, you know. I think some U.S. Air Force generals need to be, you know, lined up against the wall by a military tribunal, you know. So... One good thing, Catherine, is even yesterday I found a letter that had been sent to, uh, I believe, Mr. Trump. It was signed by a a group, a large group of military uh, commissioned officers, captains and colonels, uh, speaking out against torture. And so... I guess just like in 2004, I was stopped by a police officer, and he, you know, got my license and ran my tags and came back, and he looked down and looked at me in the eye, and he said, we're not all bad, please. I know. So I believe that on every 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 area, every level of government, you're going to find that there are some good people, and those good people are against this. Mr. Benny was one. Uh, Karen is one. Uh, and many others that are against what's happening to him, that they do want to save humanity. As in the doctors, you know, we've had the, uh, those who call themselves the frontliners, the group of doctors who've spoken out. Uh, are you there, Cassandra? Yes, I'm here. Uh, I'm listening. You know, Millicent and this woman, Catherine, if I'm not mistaken, it was Catherine Horton, right. You know, they were tight, <laughs> girl. I heard that Catherine Horton got on and said, we got to kill these people. Well, I'm just sick of it, and we got to get malicious. Girl, Millicent had to, you know, separate. Because that is not yeah. who Millicent is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the devil got up in there. Yeah, that Catherine, and she's a white girl. She just got pissed. People get frustrated. Yeah. And if you right. don't know the what, that is what you're going to say. Because, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 But. Yeah, from those who have backed it up from her, that's why they're not together. Oh, okay. About uh, the COVID and the fact that it, it can be cured and, and, you know, those kinds of things. So every every on every every level of, of professionalism as well as humanity, there are good people. And those are the ones who will join us 
in fighting to save humanity. I've had multiple doctors to do so. Yeah. Yes. You know what, Melissa, the one thing I would like to say to everybody, especially because of Christmas, it's all very nice that the military write letters, but at the end of the day, the taxpayers' money has not gone to the military so that they write nice letters, right? That's right. The taxpayers' money, which you paid, right, which Bill paid, went to the military to actually do some military defense. Yeah. Now, when there's drones, actively shooting drones over Columbia, Tennessee, I am sorry, a letter to President Trump just so isn't enough. I want a freaking missile or an EMP or a counter drone or a fighter jet, whatever the hell they have, and gets the job done. That drone over your house needs to be down. And the guy who's operating the drone or the team need to be in a military tribunal or in a civilian court. I don't even care, but they need to be away from roaming the streets, right? I mean, it, it, is, it is like beyond the joke because one of the things that I'm really getting impatient with is that everybody is pulling their punches. Everybody's writing very nice letters and then they go back to have turkey, you know, at Thanksgiving and some Christmas ham with their families. But I'm sorry, we're so way past nice letters to President Trump. Really, we really are. And when I hear this, that the military brought another letter, I mean, I'm glad that they can spell English because I started doubting even that, but it's just not good enough. I mean, you know, when they went to Iraq, they weren't exactly writing nice letters to Iraq, were they? So I want to do, I want them to do whatever they did in Iraq and were so absolutely freaking amazing at it. I want them to do it in Columbia, Tennessee, and also around Fort Meade, you know? I really yeah. But these are, are retired. These are retired military people who may be among those, some of those good people. And I can guarantee you, some of them are targeted today. Yeah. yeah. The DOD is not opposed to targeting their own. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know. I know. But I, basically, I'm talking to the active duty people. Because, for example, take um, Bill. The NSA people know what happened to, it, to him. The NSA people can access the database and pull out every single person involved in your targeting, Melissa, in Bill's targeting, even in my targeting in Europe. Do they do it? Hell no. Why? Because the NSA pays their mortgage, you know, mm. and they are following orders. And I'm, I'm, I just want to say on this Christmas Day, to all the people at NSA and in the U.S. Air Force, following orders has not been an excuse since the Nuremberg trials, which are basically waiting for these people. And they can do so much more by just lifting a little finger. People at NSA and in the U.S. Air Force can achieve so much more than just a bunch of retired guys writing life letters. And if they could get their ass into gear at any point between now and us dying, it would be nice. Merry Christmas, everybody, basically. I would appreciate that. And I'm saying the nasty stuff because I know that neither Bill nor Millicent ever would. So I'm the bad cop here. You know, you can now say the nice Christmas wishes. <laughs> well, no, I, I just wanted to say that it, it is, a, you know, my life has been threatened every single day. When I drive my car, he threatens to blow it up or Take the, make the bearing fall off so that the wheel rolls off or to um, he can push my car out of gear. If it's in drive, he can push it in reverse on mutual. He can kill my engine while I'm driving in traffic. Uh, 
at least three of them dropped dead from the very, possibly the very same death rate that I'm threatened can traumatize my heart and cause me to drop dead. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? This is since April of this year. In 2011, I had a conversation with a man who worked for the Census Bureau. He was a federal investigator. He told me, he introduced himself as a federal investigator. But he also told me that he had been a commissioned officer in the Air Force. And he said to me, what this guy's doing has been a bald-faced lie. He said, if this was a real investigation, I could have been through in three days. So you're right, Mr. Bendy. That was back then. So, you know, I mean, basically, this, this is it, right? The people at NSA, also at the FBI, they have the power to investigate this and have to shut down. The people in the Air Force have the power to shut this down. So all these people, everybody who works for them, they need to get on the case because this is the genocide of the American people. And basically, as far as I can tell, what's happening is that this psychopath has been kitted out with all this um, weapons technology. He's training up people in large numbers to then be deployed all across the United States to mass murder people. So there's a U.S. genocide. That is, This is the tip of the iceberg. And most people will basically wake up dead in their beds, you know. They will not even feel years of torture, you know. I, it's it's just so sick. That was another thing that I was threatened. Yeah. Yeah. That was another thing that I was threatened. He, he said he wanted my, my youngest daughter to find me dead in bed. Well, I can tell you that I have multiple family members whose young children or grandchildren have they've dropped dead in front of them or they found them dead. It's crazy. And And... There has been a report to the Mount Pleasant Police Department that this person is dangerous and that my life is in, is in danger. So we do, and it's not just me, obviously it's not just me, I, and I don't ever want it to think, want it to appear that I'm only focusing on myself. I constantly ask, if you want, if anyone in this nation wants to have a county where they can come and investigate sudden murders, and I say sudden murders instead of sudden death, of, of, of an African-American community, come to Columbia, Tennessee. Come to Murray County, Tennessee. There are lot, there's lots of evidence here that can be gathered. I, I completely agree. And, and I also would like if to... If there's a lawyer that... Whose heart strength has been pulled as she's looked at my pictures and heard my story and would be willing to help me to get into court concerning the horrible things that, that is being done and has been done to me. I have more evidence and more ways that people and organizations can be identified. And I would love to hear you hear from you as well. So, um, okay, so in, in wrapping up, because it is Christmas, I um, and, and uh, Millicent is a pastor also, I completely hand over the microphone to Millicent for the final words. What is your Christmas message, Millicent? What is your message to the nation? Actually, to the message. My Christmas message. Well, the first thing I want to do is invite everyone to our Christmas Eve uh, candlelight service and communion on this evening, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, especially for the CI community, we were started for you. The name of our church is Refuge from the Storm Church, and we want you to know that you don't have to spend Christmas Eve alone. 
Come spend it with us as we celebrate the news, the, the news of the birth of our Savior, as well as the actual uh, time that led, that led to his birth, his death, and his resurrection. We do believe that we have eternal life through Christ Jesus. So that's this evening at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. The Christmas Eve candlelight service and communion that's being sponsored by Refuge from the Storm Church. We are going to be on Zoom, and we want you to bring your candle and have it ready to be lit, whether it's by electricity, battery, or uh, by match. Uh, and if you want to join us, feel free to contact me at mgrace321 at gmail.com, mgrace321 at gmail.com. You lost her. Oh gosh, isn't this isn't this typical? Um, her message was interrupted. That is so typical. Like because she was being hacked every single time. Uh, we were on the on the old techno forum for a year and a half. She was hacked every single week. So I'm not sure if Millicent is going to come back. But she did announce where you can uh, where you can see her. Um, and where you can also spend Christmas with her. So um, it's the Refuge from the Storm Church. So please look it up online. As, as she said, it's an online service. Um, yes, yeah, she, she just dropped out. So unfortunately, we have to finish it, Bill. And um, all I want to say is that everything that Millicent said, I've seen her evidence. We went through it. It's absolutely legit. She is a target. She's one of the hardest hit targets I've ever seen. Bill is one of the very, very hard hit targets as well. So um, all of these things that she was talking about, amputation of limbs, you know, as you, most of you know, Bill is a double amputee. Um, we believe that it was bioweapon attacks that made him lose his legs. So, you know, this stuff is going on and it's now expanding to involve absolutely everybody in the local communities to the highest level of government. And these psychopathic killers really need to be stopped. They absolutely have to be stopped. So I'm sorry that the Christmas um, broadcast is quite so heavy, but then there is a, a genocide running in the U.S. and in Europe, and we need people in the military to shut it the hell down. So thank you so much for listening, everybody, and I hope to see you soon, and I hope you have a good Christmas with your family. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your Christmas. And after Christmas, get to work. Get to work and help us shut this down. Okay. So um, thank you also to Bill. Thank you so much for being on and supporting Millicent and me. And uh, we'll report back to you um, after after Christmas. So thanks a lot. Okay. All right. Um, Cassandra, I'm falling out. It was good. Okay. I'll send it to you. Good night. Good night, Cassandra. Maybe she hung up. Mm. Good night, Cassandra. Oh, maybe my phone died. All right. Good night.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.